If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. Julie and Brandy, Julie Goldman and Brandy Howard. There's a lot of drama with Jeff Lewis. Oh my gosh. As of late. And Heather McDonald is involved as of late. And it just, just seems to keep going. Just when it's quiet, something happens again. Julie and Brandy, Jeff Lewis, Heather McDonald. Where do we even begin? This year, I really thought it was going to be a nice, calm end of the year. Well, listen, we sat down with Julie and Brandy way back when, back in our first year. We're still in our first year with these blasts from the past. We share this chat today, which was originally recorded December 8th, 2020, basically three years ago. We talk all about the early days of Bravo, Jeff. Of course, Jenny and Gage and their friends with Leah Black. We talk about Kelly Dodd, The People's Couch. This is like a Vanderpump Rules. You know, they used to host a Vanderpump Rules after show. Jax. Jax is back, guys. January, Vanderpump is back with Jax. So listen, kick back and enjoy this chat with the ones, the only Julie and Brandy, Julie Goldman and Brandy Howard. Hey everyone, this is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it today because we are joined from 3,000 miles away by the ones, the onlys, Miss <laughs> Julie Goldman and Miss Brandy Howard. Oh. Hello. Hi. Hello. So rare when someone knows both of our names. And it's so rare to be called <laughs> Miss. Listen, this is behind the velvet rope. We're very professional here. <laughs> you are. You are a workhorse, honey. What's how going on with you guys? I want to know, how do you do it? You have become our new role model. We have a <laughs> podcast. Wow. We put the lazy and the, and we put the Nate in procrastinate. Well, you guys have three days a week, right? Yeah. I mean, we, basically. Yeah. And we do politics, which fucking sucks. And nobody wants to hear about that mm -mm. or think about it mm -mm. for mm -mm. one of them. But still you do five. I do five, but let me tell you something. And we're going to get into your podcast like towards the end too. But like three days is nothing to sneeze at. Like that's not the average podcast. Oh. I don't know how you're doing it. Honestly, <laughs> I'm so impressed by you. Yeah, well, a lot. nobody realizes that though, do they? No, no, they don't. They don't. I think a lot of people think with podcasts, it's like, that's cute. <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> the podcast. Like when you do like wake up and just like, hey everyone. And you're like, oh my God, the level of prep prep we have to do is astounding. I'm exhausted. It's it's like, well, I think people think like, you know, you just talk into a microphone and like whatever and whoops, I made a mistake. And you know, like there's some of that, but then there's also editing and sound and content and guests and story and write-ups mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and, yep. and ratings Promo. and ads. Yeah. 
Do you edit yours or do you have like a sexy intern? Well, all of the above (laughs) kind of. So I, I don't really do a ton of editing. Like I really don't edit much out, I have to say. So like, you know, I feel like unless someone, even sometimes like someone's kid walks in and they're like, oh, hold on, my kid's in the room. I'm like, all right, you know what? That's okay. Maybe, you know, but like if something drastic happens, then I'll edit it. So I don't take much out, but I don't really edit it myself. Like I know how to put Mm. in the intro music. I don't know how to like, the editing is hard. It is hard. Yeah. It's it's time consuming. That's part of it. Mm -hmm. Do you guys edit it yourself? We do. We didn't used to. We, our podcast used to be with Embassy Row. They make Watch What Happens Live. Okay. And so um, that was sort of how we even were forced to have like a good one. Because we just <laughs> wanted to go on and just mm. be dumb and gay and do dumb gay politics and just be like, if somebody doesn't like it, be like, yeah, it's called dumb gay politics. We don't know what we're talking about. But they really wanted like a produced show. Mm-hmm. So we produced it mm-hmm. and they at that time edited it, but now, now we Julie do. Does. <laughs> so dumb gay politics. We'll talk about your podcast now. Cause that's what's happening. So <laughs> did you get the podcast with embassy role? Like right after you were on Bravo? Like, was it right after that? Or are they just like, how did this come about? Dumb gay politics. Um, people's couch hadn't officially been canceled yet. And it was around, I think like September, 2016. And we had been doing a ton of podcasts and we've done a ton over the years, even prior to People's Couch. One of our best friends, Johnny McGovern has, he was one of the first podcasters, absolutely one of the first gay ones. Mm-hmm. And um, so we were just like, we should, when there's downtime at People's Couch, we should just have a podcast. Of course, I was like, let's talk about Housewives. <laughs> let's basically just do People's Couch. And Julie didn't want to, she was really into the election. <laughs> I was really into the election, yeah. Oh my gosh, Julie. I know, the worst, the worst mistake I ever made. And I was like, please, <laughs> please know anything but politics, anything. And I'm like, what are we going to do? Hillary's going to win. We're going to have nothing to talk about in two months. And then we didn't end up starting it. And um, oh. the, it was basically the day that Trump won, the day after the election. We called, uh, we had already been talking and sort of talking to Embassy Row about doing it. And then when Trump won, we, we just reached out and we're like, clearly it's on. <laughs> You're like, wait a second. We have a lot to talk about. Yeah. Right. And nor I, and I could never have anticipated even then how much work, like it's one thing when you watch TV, like when you watch housewives or any reality show, and then you can go and you can talk about it, which is what we did on people's couch. Something that I'm, it's not, I'm not saying that it's a skill. It, it's, it's, you have to be invested in what you talk about but with politics the level of fact checking that you have to do and the research is just it's a whole different thing and I just never I just didn't anticipate it I just didn't think about it it's funny so we want to be funny and we want to we made the show for people like me who only watched Bravo I didn't pay attention to politics I have a deep-seated fear prior to the stupid podcast that (laughs) I would be stopped on the street by like someone from like the tonight show. And they'd be like, let's go find out who who's an idiot on the street today. And they'd be like, who's the vice president. And I'd be like, Al Gore. Like I wouldn't know, like just, just on the spot, I wouldn't know. And so that's kind of who we make it for people who watch a lot of Bravo and don't want to hear about politics. And 
So basically we, you know, we're gross and vulgar and <laughs> our normal selves. And we talk about it. Like we're talking about housewives. Like we're right. like, sorry, he's so ugly and disgusting right. or, you know, right. That's he, funny. Uh, yeah. He's a garbage person. Yeah. They're yeah, all of that. And also it's important for people to know who think they don't like politics that it's not about liking or disliking politics. It's about being invested in your own rights. And it's also so, about, it's also about finding how you can ingest it. Right. Maybe the, you don't like information. MSNBC. Maybe right. you think Rachel Maddow drones on too much. <laughs> you know, maybe you, it, it's like once you find the way that you like hearing about it. Right something you previously weren't interested in can become interest interesting. Right. And relevant to you. And you can, you know, you just sort of just, you know what? We regret it. Whole... You know what? We regret it. <laughs> we're not, no, you don't. we're not, you... Won we're not wonks as they say. We're not like people who go on and are like, well, I know from the polling that in two points, um, it's like, I, we don't care about that. We care about a very umbrella like, you know, the issues that affect us and other people in general, it's the generalities. It's like reality TV. That makes, I mean, like now that you describe it like that, that's fun. I mean, nobody is dumber than me, Brandy, with politics. <laughs> like, let's also just drop a footnote that we've been trying to figure out how I can come on your show and <laughs> we're like at a loss for words. Like Julie's like, do you know this person? I'm like, I, I have no idea who you're talking well, about. Well, let me ask you this. As I'm a dumb. As a game, but if you you're listen, not dumb. If you listen to our podcast like it, a few times, you'd be right there. Be like, I know what I'm going to do. Right. Well, you also, would. can I just say before you ask me this question, I went to law school and practiced corporate law for a minute. So, oh, so you're it's not just, dumb. It, but, in my, but in my old age, all I want to do is talk about who has a diamond and who has an apple <laughs> yeah. and like, is Jax a horrible person? I and want, that is right. what we talk about. We can tell you this. When one guy got put on the Supreme Court, right, when we started the podcast, his name's Neil Gorsuch. The motherfucker is like a Bible study teacher who's in the closet and he drives a gold convertible Mercedes. This is what we say about the person <laughs> who got put on the Supreme Court. Every time his name comes up, people are like, oh my God, did you know Neil Gorsuch voted down the, you know, the abortion bill? And we're like, he drives a convertible gold Mercedes. Come on. These are the important details. And I want to say to you specifically, <laughs> If for no other thing, you choose one thing that's important to you in the world for you, maybe it's, are you worried about gay marriage? Are you worried about being a gay man and having laws against you? Is that a worry to you? Do you think about that or no? I don't need an answer to this question. I'm just, uh, I'm putting it out there because when you say you're dumb about politics, but the you're show's actually called not. Dumb Gay Politics, so it's for you. And that's what I'm saying. I'm yeah. dumb. Well, She's that's gay, I'm what dumb. I'm saying. Yeah perfect for you you would like it honestly you could just try yeah it. well now I'm, I'm picturing it in my head yeah i'll admit it as important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate i'm really not great at it i'm always on the go i'm never making that a priority and i'm always hungry this was a real problem until i discovered 310 nutrition i love 310 nutrition's water hydrators you just add them to water and they make your water taste so much better they also have refreshing lemonade mixes my personal favorite they're all in one shakes i love their caramel sundae their vanilla cake the shamrock cream i drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger 
They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. I've been traveling all over this holiday season, planes and trains and cars. Normally I would get so motion sickness from all this movement, but I don't go anywhere without my relief band, so I'm fine. Relief Band is the number one anti-nausea wristband that quickly relieves and effectively prevents nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, anxiety, migraines, hangovers, tis the season, morning sickness, even chemotherapy. I love that Relief Band is natural, fast-acting, and it's 100% drug-free, it's non-drowsy, and it has zero side effects. I'm really conscious of what I put into my body, and I'm thrilled that I don't have to take any pills or do anything else for Relief Band to work. Right now, Relief Band is running their 12 days of relief sale. So head over to ReliefBand.com for new discounts every day through December 12th. That's R-E-L-I-E-F-B-A-N-D.com for new discounts every day through December 12th. Now that it's the holidays, I find myself getting very sentimental and I'm missing family and friends that I can't be around. I'm always on the go. And that's why I love Aura Digital Frames. Aura is a new, unique, and more personal way to keep in touch with those you love, especially around the holidays. My good friend from college, Jill, is always asking me what I've been up to and I don't have time for a phone call. I like to tell her what I've been doing through pictures. And that's where Aura comes in. One of the best parts about Aura Digital Frames, there's unlimited storage. So you, your family, your friends can upload all the pics you want, whether they make it to Instagram or not. Well, that's another story. You can even interact with photos through comments and likes and emojis. It's so much fun and so personal. And it's a great way to keep in touch with people that are not in the same state as you. Give the perfect gift this holiday by visiting AuraFrames.com and get $30 off their best-selling frames with a code VELVET. These frames sell out quickly. So get yours before they're gone. That's A-U-R-A Frames dot com with the promo code velvet terms and conditions apply this is such a stressful time of the year not only do i have so much work to do for this podcast before a year ends but there's so many holiday parties i have to get gifts for everyone i'm being pulled in so many different directions i didn't know what to do and that's why i turned to true vega true vega is a handheld product that stimulates the vagus nerve to improve overall health and wellness why should you care about that? Because stimulating the vagus nerve with True Vega helps balance and strengthen the nervous system. What does that do? For me, it's helped reduce stress. It's increased my focus. It's definitely improved my mood. And oh my gosh, most important of all for me, it has helped me improve sleep. It's so easy to use. I use it one time in the morning and one time at night. There's no app or phone required, which I love, and it's drug-free and easy. But don't take my word for it. Visit truvega.com. That's T-R-U-V-A-G-A.com and enter promo code VELVET to enhance your wellness journey, support this podcast, and receive $15 off. That's T-R-U-V-A-G-A.com, promo code VELVET. And if you're talking about these people like as if they're reality TV stars, then that's really funny. And they oh, are yeah. and they are reality they are TV stars. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they're all... If the reality, imagine if Housewives actually um, 
could take away or give you rights. That's how fucked up this reality show is that we're having to deal with. <laughs> the country is, we. Uh, this, I mean, how is this world so messed up? I, I don't even know. It's, but do you like, okay, so what is just in talking in general, not even about subject matter, like what do you like best about being a podcaster and what do you like the mm. least? I like the best not having to get dressed. Did Great. you always do it from Great. home? Because I used to go to a studio before all this. Like, I had a studio. Did you always do it from your house? Uh, we did it at NBC Row in the, their LA office in the beginning, yeah. And then slowly it was like, <laughs> let's get microphones and let's... And do this on had, our own. Yeah, we had done a lot of people's podcasts <laughs> at their homes, mm. you know? Um, mm -hmm. cause so many people do it in their own home studio or whatever. Yeah. So this is like our podcast studio now also known as the drug den. Right. And that is literal. Um, so it just slowly over time, like equipment, like Julie's, you know, she's a butch les. So bitch loves like buttons and like technical shit. And she's like, look but at I this soundboard. <laughs> I'm like, what? But I love not knowing how to use it. It's hot. Where did you guys, where'd you guys first meet? Like, did you grow up together? No. No. Julie's from the East Coast and I'm from the West Coast. Um, we met on a Rosie O'Donnell gay cruise. You know, those Rosie, famous Rosie cruises? Yeah. I mean, not to be stereotypical or anything, <laughs> yeah. but yes. I mean, those were the best gay cruises. Mm -hmm. I mean, just because there were boys and girls equal and yep. families. And yep. it was just really, mm -hmm. you know, um, what happens on those? Because I mean, I know, but like, is is Rosie on those cruises? She was. She took them for the until she got divorced from Kelly. She was on those cruises, and then Julie um, was doing stand up on it, and and she was on a show that Rosie O'Donnell produced. So she got invited by Rosie O'Donnell and um, the whole uh, cast of her TV show. So I was um, friends with someone that I now hate that was on <laughs> that show, and she took me on the um, cruise. Right. Okay. So, I mean, when Rosie's on this cruise, does she interact with the guests? Is or is it like a band playing on a cruise ship where, like, you know, like a, those '80s bands that get on at one stop yeah. and they're like, "Well, I did my gig. I'm not doing this whole damn cruise." Her whole thing at the time was that she was in. She Rosie O'Donnell originally, she, even though she produced our show, what she wanted to do was to produce a Broadway show called Broadway Belters. That was her dream show. Broadway belters, where she got to fucking put all of her Broadway people on and blah, blah, blah. They didn't, it didn't happen, or maybe it happened later. She eventually did something with Broadway. So she had those people on the cruise. So the whole thing with the cruise was... Yeah, like Cheyenne Jackson, like right. that fine motherfucker. Do you know him? <laughs> oh, I know him. Oh, yeah. I know who he is. <laughs> he, was, he was like on that first one. I was yeah. like, oh my God. Right. Wow. And... It was all like famous Broadway people and then um, a bunch of comedians, like the, the general thing, but they charter the, the cruise. So what, the, what you think of as like a regular cruise of like the 80s band or the Filipino band that comes in and does the thing and then comes out and da, da, da. This is Broadway from top to bottom from, you and know she, what I mean? And, and she's she, very interactive because her wife put the cruises on with her cruise company. Right. They were everywhere and so friendly and- right. Yeah. So that's, that's something. Oh my God. It was amazing. It was, a, no, it was a, amazing. No, like crazy drama, rosy stories. Not that I, I never had. No. Well, not the second there. cruise that we went on after that, <laughs> well, <laughs> um, 
And like Rosie, like I think admittedly, is pot legal in New York now? Is it? Not legal? officially. Oh, it isn't? Wow, that's weird. Well, anyway. I mean, do you, see, do, do you see how awful I am? Listen, here's the thing. I am an alcoholic, so I love <laughs> vodka. I love my nice martini, straight up, no vermouth with that lime twist. Oh, straight um, up, bitch, right? filthy. Right, That's so like, I and I say this, like coffee all day, vodka all night, so I am not a stone, so I don't know. So um, I'm gonna get, well, do, 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 do you get chastised by your audience? I'll, I'll get chastised for this, for not knowing whether pot's legal in New York or not, I, but I, I have no fucking clue. No, I mean, we just don't care about that issue, so I was just- Yeah, I mean, I just literally don't care. Like it's, I'm not, like I've smoked pot before, it does nothing for me, it's like I could kill us, I just want vodka. Really? I wish it did nothing for me. Then I'd smoke it all the time. It made me wonder, <laughs> you know, if Jesus was my real father. So really? mm -hmm. basically, Rosie likes pot. I mean, she likes marijuana. She's like, you know, open about that, I think. I think she, she was too. I think so. I mean, allegedly. This is just what I remember. And I do drink a lot and I love every drug. So <laughs> basically on that cruise, I went... Julie this time brought me as her guest. And then I brought like one of our good friends, my, my gay husband, Richard. So he, we had a room together, Richard, and he smokes a ton of pot. So he had all this weed. And of course, like, I don't love pot, but I would have had, I would have had any drug other than that there. But all I had was like a, a, a myriad of pills. <laughs> so drug dogs go, this is a fucking cruise through Canada. There's the first problem. Right. Why are we doing a cruise through Canada? And drug dogs come on, I guess. And, you know, I'm off like doing whatever the hell I'm doing. And they smell the pot in our room, which was my gay husband, Richard. He's not my real husband. He's just my gay husband. And he, and so we got thrown off the ship. I walked in, they, they paged us. I walked in, all the pills were laying on the bed. And I was like, <laughs> they were like all in an Advil bottle. And I, I mean, I, you, I, there's some of them. I'm like, I don't even know what that is. Like, good luck. I guess you're going to Google that and find out. And so we got thrown, thrown off the cruise. And it's just ironic because Rosie like loves pot, you know? So it's she also, wouldn't even have cared. Uh, right. And also, really? Pills? You know what I mean? Oh, no. Pot, even. Oh, no, you had pills. <laughs> we have to stop like, the cruise. Where's, where's your prescription? What are we going to do? I'm like, oh and Rosie God. never said anything. I mean, I guess she didn't know you that well. No, I don't even think it got... So she knew. And, and also, we just had her on the podcast. And I'm sure, quite sure I brought it up. And she does not care. No. And I can tell you this from, from my and our experience in doing cruises, um, that was nothing. That, that, was a, that was a Tuesday for some of them. I mean, when, we, we, when all that was shaken down, it was just like, what happens on cruise ships, you just can't even believe. The irony, though, you just can't believe. to take it back to politics, is that Canada, it, pot is like legal in most of Canada now. And Canada, the whole thing with Canada is they were so hardcore about if you got caught driving across the border and you had it in your car, you'd literally go to jail and have like, like a record from that. I mean, Canada. And now it's legal there. And I'm like, Canada. fuck you. Canada. Seriously. You're so nice. <laughs> you're so nice. You're not that nice. Okay? You're not that nice and your healthcare isn't that good. So, okay? How about that? <laughs> so you're going to stay in the States. But that's crazy that you met on a Rosie Cruise and you guys yeah. just became BFS? Yeah. I mean, she did stand up and I'm like a funny fucker. I like love funny people. And she was, I first met her. 
she was taking pictures with fans and holding like a plate of fries. And I was like, who's this joker? And then when she came out and did stand up, I was like, oh, well, excuse you. I just don't really, I know that I shouldn't hold a plate of fries when taking pictures with people, but I just don't care, David. I don't care. Sometimes, I listen. Don't, I don't care. I just don't care. It's, you know I mean, I mean, for me, it's pizza. Like, I, I will do yeah, anything. Hold the pizza. Hold me that. Hold you. Whatever I be, whatever I'm eating, I think it's just, you yeah. know. But I have to say, during quarantine, I have decided there's no, and this is going to be, a, this is going to be a controversial statement because I went through Seamless and ordered pizza from every single pizza place because I'm like, let's bring some variety into my life here now that I'm trapped in my apartment. I literally checked it off. Like, yeah, I tried that pizza place next. I went down the list. I've decided there's really no great pizza in New York City that at in least delivers, but like at least to, that delivers to Chelsea. I'm like, they're all just, that's hilarious. There's, they're not bad. I mean, there's never a bad pizza. Well, it's always about the never... single slice, isn't it? That's the uh, main thing. Cause it has to be hot. But when we, when Julie lived there, the, and it's played out now probably, but what was it called? Like um, the one that is here now, two- Oh, two boots. Two boots, yeah, that's still like that's They could sense. do a whole pie, <laughs> yeah. which we don't even call it that here, but they could deliver a whole pizza and it was at least pretty good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, to, that's not that's not a bad. I, I, I yeah. go to the two boots like every now and again. I've been eating everything uh, during uh, quarantine. I've been eating I everything. Have. I thought rather than just one thing, how about I try everything of one thing 50 times and Same then do here. another thing. You know what I mean? I would literally wake up and be like, now I know that I just ate leftover pizza at <laughs> like 9 a.m. And now it's 10.30, but I don't care because now I want Chinese. So I'm just going to oh, order Chinese because yeah. it's New York and well, some places you, open. We know you like Big Brother like us. So I'll tell you that it, we had been unable to get control of ourselves <laughs> To the point of it was like, wow, like someone needs to put us in a straight jacket and throw us into the woods. I had a huge meeting in the city yesterday for a sponsor I hope to land for this podcast. Fingers crossed. I was dressed up. I was looking cute. And I had on my Vessies. You know Vessies, 100% waterproof shoes. I had an umbrella because I thought it might be raining. It started to downpour. The umbrella didn't work so good in keeping me dry, but my feet and socks were completely dry. Vessies are 100% waterproof shoes. I've tried other shoes and sneakers in the past that claim to be fully waterproof. Vessies are the only sneakers that have kept my feet completely completely dry even during the biggest rainstorms like yesterday in the city. They're so comfortable. They're so stylish. And I love that you can wear them out at night for a casual brunch or like I did for a business meeting. I even wear my Vessies when I'm not expecting it to rain. But don't take my word for it. Check them out for yourself and keep your feet completely dry during any rainstorm. Head to Vessi.com slash velvet and get yourself a pair today. Just go to Vessi, V-E-S-S-I dot com slash velvet and get 15% off your first order. How is it December already? Where has this year gone? But you know what the great thing about December is? It's the 12 days of deals at Honey Love. You know Honey Love. It's our go-to for bras and shapewear here behind the Velvet Row. December 1st through December 12th, Honey Love will be dropping new limited time deals nearly every day. You know why you guys should be thankful for Honey Love this holiday season? Because listen, you know there's nothing worse than suffering from an uncomfortable bra or shapewear. 
With Honey Love, you won't have to anymore. They've revolutionized the bra and shapewear game. Say goodbye to that uncomfortable underwire and bulky fabrics that trap heat. Honey Love's bras feature supportive bonding that eliminates the need for underwire without sacrificing lift. And you have to check out their V-neck bra for a totally smooth fit under clothing. It's the ultimate t-shirt bra. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save up to 20% off site-wide at honeylove.com velvet. This month only. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. It's time to ditch the underwire for good, thanks to Honey Love. Unwrap the first of many presents this season with holidays on the house from DraftKings Casino. With hundreds of games, prizes, and promos, DraftKings Casino has everything on your list. Right now, new players who play $5 get $100 instantly in casino credits. They have everything, slots, blackjack, roulettes. Download the DraftKings Casino app now and sign up with promo code VELVETROPE and play $5 to get $100 in casino credits. That's promo code VELVETROPE only at DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly 21 and over. Physically present in Connecticut, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia only. Void in Ontario. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. One per opted in new customer. $5 wager required. Max $100 in casino credit awarded, which requires one playthrough within seven days. Terms at casino.draftkings.com slash holidays on the house. Restrictions apply. Until we saw Julie Chen, who we like oh, to call Chuli. That's right. Because Julie's name is Julie. Yeah. Chuli Chen is down to her birth weight. <laughs> and we were like, bitch, if Chuli Chen is going to do it, we're going to do it. And we, we immediately went on a diet. Yeah, no, I, I'm like, I've started reversing my process. I mean, March, <laughs> April, and May, at least, I don't know what I was thinking. I was really, listen, if I never, ever, ever left the house again, don't get me wrong, I would still be going. Because I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Because like, yeah. I'm never going to see anyone again. <laughs> I'm just going to die in this apartment alone. So why not mm-hmm. be that? Right. But, and there's nothing wrong with being overweight. I just personally don't care to be. So now I've started reversing the process. But let me tell you, it's not easy. It is not easy. It is not My easy. My pants still, like, they fit now. So the good news is pants that would just not mm-hmm. even go on anymore mm-hmm. go on now. I'm just so physically uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. So but uncomfortable. That, but you but- know what? That's my punishment. That is my punishment. As I That's walk right. around New York, I'm like, you deserve to be this uncomfortable <laughs> because this is what you did to yourself. That's right. But lo- you have to look at Chuli and go, Yeah. I don't know what the hell she did, but she is, it, 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 and she looks radiant. It's like she looks, Yeah. I don't know what if, it is. Big Brother wasn't on 14 times a week, <laughs> it wouldn't be enough inspiration. But since she's in our yeah. face on the regs, yeah. we're just like, ugh. How does she do it? And we spend the whole, and the season's pretty boring. We spend the whole episodes talking about Julie and her. Oh, her perfect hands and how slim she looks and how good she looks. Her hair's looking good and her, everything. I'm here for it. I am obsessed with the Chen bot. Obsessed. (laughs) And can you believe, did you notice how thin she got? 
no. So now I have to go. You have and- to. <laughs> because you know what? During quarantine, I had the brilliant idea of watching Big Brother at the very beginning. So we went back and watched, um, we watched the original All-Stars. So that was what was so serendipitous because we wouldn't even have really known Janelle, but we went and watched. That uh, was in like 2003. Yeah. Do you know how hard that is to do? <laughs> Listen. They don't have the HOH room. None of that crap exists. We watched it. We loved it. And when you go back and look at those seasons, first of all, Julie Chen is so tan. Mm-hmm. You won't even believe it. Mm-hmm. Really? It's, tw- it's, tw- it's 2003. Yeah. So wow. she was mystic, tanning her life away, and she's so tiny. Tiny. And so then as it goes, it's like, okay, Julie, she's having her kids, and she's like with Les, and they're all in love. This season, she's back She's back to it. I have, to, you guys I have to go compare. I mean, yeah. listen, Janelle is, there's no, there's nothing better. Nothing. Oh, nothing. Nothing. How upsetting. It was just. I was, was like, this, like, I mean, this is a boring season. It is. Yeah. It is. And you know we had Evil Dick on, and on our podcast, um, because he actually had a pinned tweet at the top of his Twitter that was about politics. So we were like, "Oh snap, let's try it!" And he said You're he like, would. We could finally get a reality star. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's do it. Was, it. I mean, oh, we've had Dorinda because you know Dorinda told us all about, um, you know the the husband that passed away that was like in the CIA or whatever, right? Richard. Yeah, Richard. <laughs> Because Dorinda's, you know, and Dorinda told us about, you know, going to dinner with Steve Wynn and we were like, did he rape you? And she was like, ha ha ha. Um, She didn't, you know. Um, We've had on, we've had on reality, reality people, but they just have to. Have some political event. And Evil Dick is really political. Like in in the sense of on Twitter and he's clearly like, you know, like clued in, but he's very, very, very angry. So he's got a. That doesn't shock me. No. So his opinion. <laughs> on brand. Yeah. And it's very on brand. So he's like, he's very reactionary, which is super fun. And, you know, which is also part but of it. But he too. told us that um, it's never good when a one alliance dominates the house. What you want is two equal alliances that go back and forth, and those make the best seasons. Now, that wasn't how his season was. It just so happened that between him and Danielle, they were just so physically dominant in the competitions at that being the underdogs because he was actually slightly physically abusive to people. <laughs> I mean, he dumped that thing of tea on Jen's head. Remember that? He flicked a cigarette yeah. at someone. He almost put his own cigarette out on a woman. I, I could not believe he, he was that. great. And the fact like just that you have this daughter that you haven't spoken to, but obviously you wouldn't go against her. Like these were the classic days. Uh, yeah. But I agree after Janelle going home, I'm like, I don't, I mean, I would never not watch, but I'm like, I don't know. I can't gun to my head right now i i don't really care who wins at yeah this point. and that's when it loses it for you yeah because it's like if you don't have someone you like because right. even you know davon's gone it's just i've just been telling julie like davon would have been maybe my next choice yes yeah. yep. she was our only other choice and yep. now i'm just like okay so now at this point i want danny to win because she's playing a good game that's the thing danny yeah. at least but you know what i like earlier in the season this is what I don't understand. Like when these people are now voted out, like everyone's just saying everything to their, in their goodbye messages. Like and they're letting Nicole's, them. The like, yeah. Nicole's like, Oh yeah, I voted this way. And the other one's like, we have an alliance. I it, I don't know if this is conscious because they're going to the jury. Like they never did that before. No. Yeah. They're letting them do that for sure. Because they but I don't, 
Get they it. want the jury to be furious so that when they go over to the jury house and do those stupid bullshit, oh my God, you're <laughs> evicted. Like, it's like they act it all out. It's so dumb. Yeah. They want them to be over there furious and they just want the drama, I guess, to continue. And yeah, they want people to vote mad, I guess. It's going to be me, yo. It's going to be me, yo. You know, I totally so agree with you, yo. Answer. It's going to be me because nobody can beat me, yo. You know what I mean, yo? Yo, you know what I mean, yo? It's going to be me, yo. You know what I mean, yo? Yeah, yo, yo. What? Yeah, uh, uh. The I worst, mean, the worst. So, I mean, by process of elimination, just because he's so fucking hot, I want Cody now to win. Yeah. Because he's like well, right. the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. But <laughs> regardless of that, Danielle's playing a good game, so I could be okay. But the worst, the worst is yeah, Memphis who's... or Kevin. Memphis. Well, Memphis. Kevin is cannot. like. Oh, Kevin. I have never. Ima- How embarrassing. I'm sorry. Kind like, of. I mean, the level of like, I don't know what he's doing with me. I just like, he almost stop got, it. He almost got in a physical fight with someone on his season. He used to be like way more feisty. Where's the he's cut? So, he's so boring. And you know what it is? This is a, a pet peeve of mine. I hate people like being comedians. You can understand this. <laughs> mm, yeah. You're either funny or not. And if you're not funny, that's okay. There's a whole group of people in life that are not funny. It's called the majority <laughs> of people. <laughs> so don't try to be funny if you're not funny. Kevin tries. He's trying mm. to have these one. This is how I feel like these one liners. Right. And all this in the, in the DR. I'm just like, like you're not funny. Right. So just yeah, don't no, be funny. True. Just right. be miserable or, or whatever. But <laughs> right. Don't, don't try to be like comedic because well, you're not. Right. And it's also hard, like when it's all, he's miserable the whole time. And then all of a sudden it's like, I don't know why you don't know want me. What, you know what? Clink. Yeah. They're <laughs> not going to get me or whatever. And you're like, come on, man. Yeah. You just were crying, no, crying, no, no. crying, 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 whining. It's not even crying. It's like he whines. I can't, he's so fucking annoying. I mean, I, just, I yeah. like him because I think he's sweet, but he is sweet. Uh, you, lucky for you, he won't win, so you don't have any yeah, he's, worry. Like, he's not going to no win. Worry. But and I would not. rather him win than Memphis, I'll tell you that. Memphis can go die in a I'd fire. I'd rather him win yeah. than Nicole. Nicole's <laughs> yeah. a oh, nightmare. God. You're yes. probably going to have her on this podcast, right? No, you know what it is? Here's if, if I had any, I haven't had anyone on from Big Brother yet. If I had anyone on from Big Brother, it would be Janelle or Dr. Will. Oh, because Dr. Oh, Will has that heaven. whole, but he has that whole tie-in with like, did you watch For Love or Money on NBC when it was, it was the most brilliant show. It was like, no. I don't even remember the nuances of it, but that's where he <laughs> met his, it was like, you had to like. Oh, that's where he met his wife? I don't know if he, but she was on it. So it's like the first season, I, I can't remember. It was like guys and you had to like get someone to fall in love with you and like be chosen. It was like a three million twist. Like, I think it was a bachelor and there were girls and if they got the guy to fall in love with them they they thought they were getting the guy but like they I don't know it's like Oh they were thing. like you can either have this guy or you yeah, will or give me $500,000. Yeah, like something like that but then That's like a good the, idea. it what? was great but the thing is like what? the bachelor then like was like in on it and if he convinced someone or something then he got even more it was I can't remember it. Uh, yeah. But then oh, like I'm was, thinking Will Do- would be insane at that if he oh, was on that. He'd be so good at that. Dr. Will's think- wife was on it and she like 
chose, I think the, she chose the money, but yes. then she came back as the bachelorette. Like she came oh. back in charge and then it was like a, the stakes were even. So she ended up with something like $2 million. So Dr. Will and her have made some serious money from reality. Wow. And they sound like a perfect match. A perfect, yeah. Yes. Wow. Wouldn't you think that in a thing like that, you'd be like, I'm going to take the money because that person doesn't get murdered the bachelor doesn't die you then go right, i'm going to take after. the money i'll call you in five minutes <laughs> right. well, how I, about i'll text yeah, you I, in fact i'm texting you now <laughs> as i'm taking the money well like, these like, are the old days before i think text i don't even remember the year but i'm just telling you it would google it and his wife is gorgeous I'm totally at the time. It. it was Googling like it. but now speaking of comedy here are some comedic things that i need to discuss so um, Julie, you were on at least one episode of Happy Endings. Is this true? That's true. That's right. That is true. That was the show with Casey Wilson. It was the was best show bar. ever. I was in the bar, and then they tapped me on the shoulder and they go, "Excuse me, sir." And then I'm like, "Aha!" And they go, "Oh, sorry, ma'am. I believe that was my big role there." Okay. Well, which and that's she's something. had it many times. <laughs> yeah, that's it's actually a, her. It's her signature. That's move. my niche. So any other show that you're gonna um, ask about will be that actual scene. So well, <laughs> you are on the set of Happy Ending, so that's just like Casey Wilson. I mean, you know, one of our fellow oh, podcasters. That's right. That's right. Well, and Stephen Guar Guarino. I don't know if yep. you know which one that is. He was on the show with Julie. That was Rosie Rosie's show. Right, and he was he was like a he was like a series regular on that show. He was like the gay friend. Um, came a little later like he, in season two yeah three. but he was Aww. on a lot a lot of different episodes but they were all super nice i didn't meet her i wasn't around her i was around the guy it was like a guy i can't remember his name adam paley maybe or the yeah, other one maybe i like the guys on that show too they were great such a good yeah, show funny. yeah okay well what about you wrote someone wrote for fashion police and this group? Oh, that was us together we were writing partners initially um after when we were first friends we were just like writing together we've mm -hmm. written you know, a bunch of wasted time, <laughs> you know, we've written like three feature length screenplays, three hour long pilot or yeah. a half hour pilot, yeah. mm -hmm. um, two hour, no, two half hour pilots and one hour long pilot. Right. And a bunch of shitty niche, like we did like a thing for Frankie Grande, at, like a web thing. Yeah. Do you ever have him on the podcast? We've tried to get him, no? We haven't really tried yeah, that hard. Yeah, it's so easy. I, I've tried. Yeah. I haven't tried that hard either, but I've tried. And yeah. it's gotten in. He's, we know him, you know, because yeah, one of our good friends is Leah Black, and Leah Black's really good friends with Frankie, so we, we see him really? all the time. Right, yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Stop. Cease and desist. <laughs> Let's, what? <laughs> Leah Black and Frankie Grande are good friends? Oh, Leah Black has all yeah. her and Lance Bass are, but I thought you were going to be surprised we were best friends. We were literally like, <laughs> well, she's like one too. of my best friends. Really? Um, Does she want to come like, on my podcast? I, I reached oh, out totally to her would. once. This was yeah. before I was using Zoom because I'm not so technically with it either. But this was when I was doing Scott. I literally, this was at the beginning of quarantine and Leah was like, what? Like, how do I do this? <laughs> and I like stopped my whole podcast because I don't know how to do technology. So how am I going to come on yours? And I'd love to, we can have a phone call. And I'm like, this is too much. So I, I kind of blew <laughs> Leah Black off, but I would like to have her on now. Yeah. I've you had should. all of her colleagues on. You should at least, if nothing else, yeah, do it over the phone because yeah, it's worth it. she's so she's like, so great. even on a phone call, she's doing her whole. So great. What, what? I didn't know. I mean, we should just do it. I mean, <laughs> how do you guys on. know Leah Black? Well, we were obsessed with all of the housewives and we liked Housewives of Miami. 
you know we thought it was it was so good like that shit was like drama yeah. and she was our favorite yeah. she had a chihuahua we have chihuahuas <laughs> i mean she she was just everything on that show yeah. just the queen like yeah. her beautiful smile and she was so pretty and even when she would go and watch what happens live so during people's couch we went julie took me to miami for my birthday this was in like 2015 i think and um we straight up tweeted that bitch like <laughs> we will take you to dinner like we are full fans and she was like come by my office yeah. and we were like what's the address like, we didn't even understand how to get to her office and then we just like figured it out and we took her flowers and and then she wasn't even there mm -hmm. but her we met her like top dog like she has these two main guys yeah that are just like her associates or whatever they're her yeah i mean or? they're like her her business partners really i mean they they she doesn't do anything without them yeah so jason and james so we met we met them and she she called <laughs> or he called and then Julie he was like oh let me i'm gonna i'm just gonna call her hold on a second let me call i'm gonna call her she'll want to talk to you he calls her on the phone we get on the phone and standing inside of her office that she is not there standing and she's like hi oh, oh my god what are you doing and then we just had this conversation and then She's like, girls, you're so crazy. She always yeah. says that. They sent us all this skincare because she has this skincare line. Yeah. With great, awesome skincare. This yeah. box showed up at the hotel and we were just like beyond. Like we were nerds about that shit. And she was one, you know, she was like a nini to us, like right. period. It was like before we even got on people's couch, we met Ken with goddamn Jiggy at, at <laughs> you know, pump and almost, I almost shit my pants. <laughs> I damn near almost shit my pants. Like, yeah, the I, Ken meeting was for sure. <laughs> highlight what was all right so wait so did you eventually meet leah oh my god oh yeah yeah she she sent us all this this skincare and then um we like we kept in touch and when she she comes to la all the time they have a house here. yeah and so like one of her first parties she was like come to my party and we were like holy and like <laughs> it was like jeff lewis and it was just just a, a night of dreams like yeah. it was jeff and fucking gage yep and like oh jenny and and all the there was this guy on miami i don't know if you watched it like this her crazy oh, God, remember the guy right. that does the readings no, oh, oh yeah norman norman, norman. he's norman. little and he would do these weird readings he was there and yeah. we were just beyond like rj Ugh. roy it was so, it was great and Frida. then Fred, yeah that's right <laughs> and she's just she really is a an, a down-to-earth lovely person and then we just became friends friends with her yeah i yeah. mean we actually what the yeah. podcast that we do dumb gay politics that was through trying to get her and roy to do a political podcast because she was obsessed with politics and she is now i mean she's and, obsessed and and at that time too the great thing was that brandy that <sighs> joanna krupa was suing brandy for oh, saying yeah. her pussy smelled remember that <laughs> so oh yeah we, we would literally be at like like the tower bar mm. with leah like and like just trying to act like we were the shit like literally Katy Perry's over there we're like it's fine and and we would and she'd be telling us about this lawsuit like it was it's amazing amazing you couldn't when you're obsessed with housewives like that it was just like we couldn't take it well people always ask me they're like when you hang out with all these housewives like what do you talk about I'm like you talk about housewives yeah, like, you have it's, to. like people don't understand like yeah. it's cross franchises somehow you talk about something for 10 minutes and then these housewives, all they do is talk about housewives. It's like yeah. you're on, friends. yeah, like, you it's know? like you're on the show and you're hearing all this, but like, there's no cameras. You're like, right. oh yeah, and this like really isn't an episode. I, I forgot that I'm not in an episode. I'm just here. 
you're like, which is great. Yeah. And it's also their job. It's like funny. It's like, imagine if you're at work with some friends and that's, but that's their, that's their job. You know what I mean? And, and we you talk about it. producers at Leah's who, because mm. we love Vicky Gumbelson, like, oh. like that's one of our queens. Queen. And so we that's met this one. producer who produced Miami, but he prior to that had done OC and he was just telling us about, you know, Vicky's crying and he, you know, first season, he's like dragging her out of the closet and like <laughs> just shit and like Tamara's divorce. And we, you know, all of that information, but even Kelly, what's her last name from OC? Oh my God. God. Um, yeah. Yes, God. Yes. So she was at like Leah's a, a part, few parties recently and she will tell wow. you everything. Cause she's she not half of them, you know? Yeah. And she just, she's got no sensor. She's just. Wait, so recently you had you were at Leah's at a party and Kelly was mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Well, before was quarantine. She... It was last year, I guess, technically. Or yeah, was it this right. year? I can't remember, but it was before quarantine. And yeah, she was just like furious yeah. at them. And I was like, but we were like, we're so sad about Vicky. We don't even watch Housewives. Oh, it was anymore. like it was like it was like I didn't push anyone downstairs. Okay. <laughs> I didn't push anyone. And I, I don't know why anyone's talking to me. It's my mother. This is my mother. <laughs> Come here, whatever guy she was with. It was like, get the fuck over here. We're going. <laughs> well, like it must have. Was intense. it Rick Leventhal? Was she with Rick Leventhal? Her. Is that know. the one she's with now? Yeah. No, it no, was, it was the before one right that. before because before literally, that. they were like getting in like a fight. Yeah. Bleeding us to believe she was like super in love with him, and yeah. then a week later she's like on Instagram with like the Fox <laughs> guy, and we were like, what? Yeah. It was. It was. Yeah. And like, did was, you not watching Housewives? Did you tell her that you love Vicky? Because that was not the right thing to say. Yeah. Oh, I said, I can't believe Vicky's not on. Like, that's bullshit. And she was like, please. Yeah, I didn't even, even, but even we did watch when Kelly and they like completely ganged up on her in like Ireland and all that shit. So we oh, knew right. regardless, right. you know what? We knew she was just going to be fireworks. Okay, period. Oh, fine. So, and she was fireworks. And nobody will make us forsake Vicky. No one. No. Like, and, I'm and sorry, I, no. And not to mention if we could have, oh, Brooks, it's right for me. I mean, I didn't have a drink. I didn't have a threesome like, when she screamed at the ski thing. <laughs> David, you know. Vicky that? is the best in the world. I have had, I mean, I've Brianne. gotten to know Vicky during this quarantine and she is a wonderful, I no, like, I mean, we wonderful. Brianne. Like she's like a Brianne. normal person. Brianne. She's Brianne. normal. Brianne. Brianne. Oh, we want to work at her insurance. Brianne. We do. Brianne. We want to go work for her. Brian. 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 Like is the Brian still with the husband? Yeah. Mm. Wow. Julie doesn't like that husband. That's I, what only keeps us from reaching out to Biggie because I'm like, God forbid you find out everything Julie said about her son-in-law. But that, yeah, that may not. Was Kelly really her. drunk at the party? Yes. Um, she was regular drunk because you're talking to two drunks or one, <laughs> which is me. She was regular drunk. Um, I think she's to the phase where she's not blacked out though. But she that wasn't blacked out. That wasn't blacked yeah. out. That was that was um drunk. An excited, you know, volatile drunk. <laughs> What about one of what no, about no, and I mean and I say that with no judgment, obviously. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, can say we, that for myself. Well, I was drunk. I mean, being a drunk is so much fun. That's what people yeah. don't yeah. realize. Right. Like for anyone right. who's not a drunk, like it is just the <laughs> yeah, world is so much time. Well, that's yeah. why you can say whatever you want. That's why she could say anything she wanted, because she was drunk and she didn't give a fuck. What sucks is a slippery slope. Now I want you to know, coming from addicts, we did fall off the wagon housewives and we haven't we haven't told anyone this. So we're telling you that just in a low, depressed 14 pizzas and <laughs> all the drugs in the LA County were gone. And so was all the 
chips and salsa and the alcohol. And I just like walked in into the room and to Julie and was like, cause I Airbnb my house. I don't, we don't live together, but I Airbnb might be my house during this like a lot. So I can try and like not die. And so I was like here and I was like, listen, I need to watch this episode where they go to the Berkshires. I just have to know oh, yeah. it's a two-parter. And Julie's like, what? Yes. <laughs> if I said anytime I could go like this, she's like back into it, but I just can't. So we watched it. It was heaven 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 like the drunkenness heaven i mean luann i can't i can't i can't even what about when what's her face is like talking shit about luann singing or no wait oh no it was just just this past season yeah this This is the one where we fell off the wagon and then it was all about and then sonia was like i want to i want to come back lou i want to come back and do the i want to be in the cabaret show i want to be in the cabaret show lou and she's like but you know i need to get paid she's like well i can't I can't, uh, can't do that and whatever. And then Roman was like, she you want actual money? Like all that. And then, and it was great. And was like, Roman was sitting there talking shit this, and Luann's like, I hear you. That was, that was the, <laughs> shit. the best. It was so hard. We watched those two. We were, it was like our heart was full. Mm. Those are two good ones to watch. What about at the party that Leah had where Jeff Lewis and Gage and Jenny were there? How was that? Any, any. Amazing. There, there was Amazing. That was amazing. That was, you know, before, you know, Jeff got fucking annoying, but, um, we you didn't witness any drama between Jeff and Gage, like foreshadowing. I no. Know. Uh-uh. no, I was too busy talking shit about that girl. That's on flipping out the blonde. I was Megan? like, is that even your real friend? Yeah. He's <laughs> like, no, that's my real friend. I'm like, she's just fucking annoying. Like, I don't know why she's there. <laughs> and he's like, that's my real friend, but he didn't care. Like he, he was like making us get him wine. And he, I mean, Jeff Lewis, like, that was another one. I mean, yeah. he's just so funny, Jeff, that yeah. he was, I mean, he's just idolized. That's why he can go and yeah. be problematic and be on Radio Andy right. and be, be, be such a dick. But it's, he's, it's because he's so funny and people just, I mean, he's, he, he could have a cult. Yeah. So we didn't witness anything at that time, but over time, because we've been around them a lot, they would just talk about having problems. I mean, openly, just like, that, that bickery sort of like, well, you know, like um, Jeff Lewis being like, well, I would love to go on a cruise and Gage being like, you'll never go on with me. And then, well, fine, I'll go by myself. Good. Or like that kind of thing. But they wouldn't even just write with each other, talk about having problems. Yeah. And like thinking like, yep. you know, should they be in an open relationship or we've been talking about it and, you know, they were trying to figure it out. But that was before their baby. Because once they had that baby, mm. it became way harder to get information from them. Right. They were a lot. They were a lot more closed off after that. And now yeah. look, we have a divorce on our hands, which yeah. keeps going. This this divorce right. might. I mean, if it doesn't get resolved, this might be the new Bethany and Jason. I mean, one interesting thing that I thought was that you should think is interesting is that Gage met Jeff because he was out with he was out with a friend. And Jenny Poulos was like eating dinner next to him. And he recognized Jenny from the show. And I remember even that night being like, oh, well, aren't you a little star fucker? <laughs> so he knew Jenny. It wasn't like he'd never seen Flipping Out, Gage. He knew exactly who that was. So he met Jenny because he was all excited because he liked Flipping Out. And then Jenny's like, I should introduce you to my boss. And Gage, I'm sure, was like, yeah, who's your boss? But he knew. <laughs> he knew. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. I mean, listen, I, yes. Uh, I, listen, uh, from one star fucker to well, another. I was, I was just going to say, I just wrote, I wrote, it's 
not neither here nor there. It's not coming out for like a year at this point, probably 10 years with COVID. I just wrote a book kind of about being a star fucker. But you'll yeah. read it in like a year when it hits the shelves and you won't even remember it, I mentioned. Don't tell us about how you wrote a book in quarantine and make us feel even worse. I did. I, it was all <laughs> you Really, did. for real. I Listen, can't believe that. Here's the thing about me. If you are going to lock me in and there's 24 hours in a day, I will divide up how much I need to sleep and I'll just be like, it's on. <laughs> yeah, you're a workhorse. That's what I was saying. You've become our new like role model. Thank you. That's like the nicest yeah. thing you can say to me. Yeah, you really, it's, it's so impressive. If I lived alone and, you know, who knows, you probably have a parade of dicks rolling through there, but <laughs> I would be, I don't even, you don't even want to know. I would be on every crystal meth building ice sculptures and like trying to like resurrect Whitney Houston from the dead. And do you want to hear this? I went like completely sober. See, this is how I proved to myself I wasn't an al a real alcoholic because I, I thought I was, but when we got locked down, I just literally stopped drinking. I was like, I just don't have any. I mean, if I was home with anyone else, that might have been a different story. But being alone, I was literally, I like did not touch a drink like March, April, May, wow. like months. I just didn't want it. Yeah, I mean, because you weren't being social. Because it's fun yeah. when you're being social. So I realized yeah. I'm just a social girl. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm not actually, a, like, I don't need to go away. So that was like some revelation I also came to during this experience. That's good. How did you guys get people's couch? Like, how did that come about? Well, um, it was just a casting like anything else. And it was to watch three weeks with your friends for free. And Julie sent it to me and I was like, delete, what? <laughs> not fucking doing anything for free. It's ridiculous. Mm. And then I like thought about it and I was like, we used to like this show called Movie Mob. It, no one knows what it is. It was on reels and it was people reenacting movies and um, just regular people. And we had a, like a, we did it like a YouTube show for a website that Jess worked at called Autostraddle. And we did a show called in your box office where we basically copied movie mob where we would review the movie and then we would reenact it like super just Talk about self-editing. Low and budge. Looking to be low budge. Like, yeah. Like, that's fine. Because that's how Movie Mob was. Like, they were so in wait, their own homes. You could pick any show you want. Like, that was the casting. Like, just pick a show. No, no it, was a, it was more like, are, would you, do you have friends? Do you have friends that you watch TV with? Do you have friends that you watch TV with and you're hilarious? Well, call us. It's like that. You know what I mean? And I was like, okay. Yeah, she's yeah. like, all right, three weeks for free. That's fine. And I, so because I thought of Movie Mob and because we had done In Your Box Office, I was like, you know what? Why am I saying no to this? Like, we wanted to do Movie Mob. We tried to get on that show. That was for no money. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm being stupid. So I said, all right, just submit us. You do all the work and don't call me until it's done. <laughs> she did. And then she's like, okay, we got this casting over Skype. I was like, oh, I don't want to do fucking Skype. That's so annoying. And I was a bitch the whole time. And then after we did the first... Skype thing, which is like we're watching TV. Somebody told us accidentally. It was the, wasn't it when they came the, the second, second time. time into the apartment or into that time in the apartment? So they came to a real, a real second callback, but it was in real life. So to take pictures of right, stuff. which they came to the first, the first one on Skype. What was it? You were literally watching the TV while the Skype was on you. We were watching the Skype. 
like they had the video on the computer screen. Right. So we were staring right at the thing and just being like, oh my God, what was that? <laughs> oh, and just like, oh, too much. Right, right. Okay. And but then, then the they came, time- they brought a camera guy and like a director or whatever to film and to talk to us. And then it was there that they were like, oh yeah, no, I think this is like for Bravo. And we were like, like what? what? And when we originally applied or on that first call, Skype, we were just, they were like, what shows do you like? And we were like, I'm sorry, um, anything on Bravo, <laughs> every single thing. And they were like, well, what shows on Bravo specifically? And I said, we like all the reunion shows and we will watch every reunion, even if we don't watch the, and I still to this day think that is so genius because they're the best shows. You can watch any reunion. Like even you could go watch Dance Moms reunion and be riveted, oh, even if you don't watch Dance Moms. I would love to do that right now. So then I guess we were just telling them what we really liked. And they're like, do you watch any other shows? And we're like, no. And then Julie's like, um, I watch Star Trek. And I watched, so she had, thank God, she had other interests. Because I didn't watch anything else. Not one thing. Yeah. And now. Wait. So then they, yeah. So once we knew, we were like, oh, please. Like, we would do anything. Oh, so, like, because I misunderstood. So, like, in the casting, it said, like, literally, this is a three-week job and your salary is zero. Will you, will you? It was kind of like audition for this pilot or do it was a, a test. Pilot. Like it was like a test. It was kind of like to be in like a sizzle, but we didn't know that. It was just like, will you be in this test? And you and you, and it was for free. The only money that was paid was this. I'm sure I'm not supposed to say this. I'm sure I'm going to get a cease and desist. Sorry, Bravo. Actually, all three um, was it's for the person enough. who used their house. So it was like three hundred and fifty dollars, which went to me by the way, because right, it's supposed to be at Julie's house. I'm, like, I'm not doing anything for this. And then before I even knew it was Bravo, and then, then we couldn't. I, I at that time I owned my home, and she was renting, and it was a different place than this, and her place wouldn't let us film there, and so it was like, oh God. So, but once we knew it were it was for Bravo, and I don't even think by the time we were cast, we still knew for sure. Right. So, but we would have watched if I, you know, if it had said, will you watch Bravo shows for three weeks for free? I'd be like, mm-hmm, clearly, because I do it every day for free anyway. So. Right. So you got paid nothing but $350 for the, for the house. Weeks. And then, and they came out and, and it was, um, we were on remote control cameras so that even though there, there were people there, cause they would have to like set up lights and whatever, they would all leave the room. So we were, we were essentially watching TV alone and we had said, they're like, do you, what do you do while you watch TV? Cause we were like, oh, we're writing partners. So what that means is we always watch TV and we never write. <laughs> and that's true. So, and we're like, what do you do when you watch TV? We're like, we drink alcohol and eat <laughs> chips and hang with our dogs. So we had to drink in every episode. There was not one show we watched that we did not have to drink. Did they tell yeah. you to drink? Like, were they like, yes. we want I mean, you to drink? Yes. Yeah. We had to at drink. that point. Yeah. We would see Emerson Scott and Blake, oh my God. those are like the three gay guys that were on the show. Oh, I know. I'd be like, what are they eating? Raisins? At one we're point, forced to drink and eat chips. Literally, I watched, we would watch Scott and Evans peel a grape and eat it. And we'd be like, I just ate an entire bowl of Cheez-Its before the camera even started. Yeah. And they, I, literally peeling a grape, peeling a grape. So yeah. I guess like we, not, not everyone had a drink, but they were like, you two need to drink. We had to, that was like our thing. That was like our and, thing. Yeah. And you couldn't, it was, if things were supposed to be, and we would do it over several nights, but we also watched multiple things in a night. So we'd be forced to be like, I mean, I, this bitch became like a full, 
like she was like a mixologist like i was like you better get into making martinis and she's like okay she'd be back there mixing up martinis we'd have martini then we'd have red wine and it's like that shit doesn't uh, mix well like there's I mean, one now. episode where i'm like blackout drunk watching the walking dead yeah rock it's a famous blackout, one for anyone for anyone who watched the people's couch it's the one where brandy goes rock why don't you call rack your boyfriend <laughs> it's that one wait so you so do you like uh, like over this whole thing was filmed in three weeks and you had to just like sit there they're like okay today we're filming for nine oh. hours and you're watching nine hours of television that the sizzle wasn't like that that was but when you got week, the job once we got the job it would be like um a few times a week and it would be like right five shows a night or something i know? left there sometimes i thought i was gonna shit my every single in time the car, IBS. in the car like did I you was hate like, it when you were watching shows where you were like like i don't watch scandal i don't watch yeah. you know oh like, my what god the hell? Every, i mean yeah. you're not watching like if I you came into Sambo. Oh, hated are it. you kidding me? Uh, I um, that's like Olivia. That's the best show that's ever. Oh, existed. and she was obsessed with it. She loved but it. But the thing is, like, if you didn't watch it, and they're like, "Here's like season four, episode seven, you're gonna be like, "What the fuck is going on?" Well, that's what people don't get is that everybody's like, "I could do that. I could do that." And I mean, I get anyone technically can, um, but that show was more work than it seemed like because. Mm -hmm because if you wanted to make the edit in any sort of way, you had to know what you were talking about. Right. You know? We got edited out of things. Like there are shows that for sure, I didn't want to watch Duck Dynasty. And believe me, when I, everything I said had to get, I got us cut out of when everyone else watched Duck no, Dynasty. No, Julie got Duck Dynasty cut from People's Cut, period. <laughs> they never put it on again because the level that she was like, okay, wife beater, why don't you go have sex with Jesus some more and all this shit. And I was like, mm -hmm, this, we're not going to get like, cut. You're like, we're never going to make this yeah, edit. Yeah. I mean, I, and I couldn't control, I just couldn't even control myself. I, 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 there's just some things I won't, I just can't, I just can't. But uh, there were tons of shows. We watched ER shows of recreated, like, or I didn't know I was pregnant and yeah there were a lot of shows that we had to watch that we'd never even heard of did you ever did you ever meet all the other people like okay like scott and Ember, like yes. how do you just say oh i'm on people's couch too guess what let's all have drinks did we know scott already or did you i i, I don't think I, I didn't i, I didn't but yeah we met scott but yes but you know what really none of this matters because the only question that matters is did you meet destiny rose <laughs> yes yes and she was always mm -hmm. just an absolute like angel yeah when i tell you we met her way early on at a because before we even hosted the vanderpump after show we went to some event we got invited to some event and a few people's couch people and we met her there it was like very early on in people's couch and um I could not, I mean, literally it, it was remarkable to me how literally like kind and sweet she is. She's a really, really nice girl. Mm -hmm. She is. Mm -hmm. Did you meet any yes. of the other Shaws? Oh, and first of all, Shaws are legends to us. Okay. Legends. They are so, legends. I mean, like we did this thing in New York when they were trying to like not get people's couch canceled and they brought in fucking Reza and MJ and me and Julie almost damn near <laughs> died. Like we were beyond. Dead. We oh, stand. Oh, I mean, and MJ was, obviously is yeah. the king and yeah. queen of and it she's, all. She is, she's a legend. 
icon. She's a living, yeah. living legend. She is. When she took that picture, like Kim Kardashian in the white, do you remember? Kim yeah. Kardashian did that white bathing suit and she recreated it. I mean, Julie is the original of being obsessed with MJ and even shots because I didn't watch it at first. Once we, I mean, I saw Reza at the mall one time and was like, oh, oh yeah, like dying. Like, I we saw, were so corny about by them. the way, we love them. I did see Reza in Macy's, not to put him on blast. I thought that was me. No, I definitely oh. saw him in okay. Macy's maybe I'm shopping. Taking, maybe I'm taking Julie's story. He was with someone, it wasn't Adam, and he was shopping and he was in in Macy's <sighs> in Sherman Oaks and he was <laughs> shopping in the men's, um, like in the dress shirt department, you know, and like when the shirts are in plastic. And he was just like handing yeah. them, handing them, handing them, handing them. And I was like, oh, you're shopping for the show. Like we, I get it. Like I know what's going on. And then I was just like, hey, <laughs> oh, do you remember me? Like it's, he's super, he's super nice too. He's great. We, when we met them, we were, we had the best time with them. We went fucking in. They will tell you everything. Yeah. We're like, what's going on with Golnessa? Like yeah, what's yeah. going, and that was before Destiny was even on it, you know? Yeah. Yep. Destiny's. I mean, we, from the people's couch to Shaw's, like she's done well yeah. for herself. Yeah, she's done great. And we're super happy for her. Yeah. You know, we did, I just got to say, we did break down and watch that, that reunion. So I <laughs> fucked up already. We, we uh, fell off the wagon again, because I had to see that big fight. Like a 30 year friendship. Like, I'm like, I'm invested in this. Like, I just am like, I don't know what's going to happen. It was sad. And it I is think sad. They, I think that they know ultimately that they want the money and they want to stay on the show. So they're going to figure out a way to make up, but that was pretty brutal. Yeah. I mean, that's when being drunk goes wrong. And she always does that. That's what's great about her. I mean, she was so drunk at her wedding. Like she's uh. iconic to us. Like we, she can do no wrong for us. Yeah. And she's we really good to go meet her baby. Like that's literally our quarantine. <laughs> one quarantine goal is like, I wish we could go meet MJ's baby in real life. <laughs> I mean, I think you can make that. Oh, she's really good friends with a Brandon and Craig. Cause I had them on my show. Do you know them from people's Couch? Yeah. Yeah. Or they so, were on, they, we they were on later. Like, Craig Ramsey. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. They were on later season. He's like her best friend. Be like best friends, yeah. Craig and Brandon. They're yeah. like. Yeah. But we don't want to like MJ. bug. She's so nice. She's always, you know, comments on like social media and is supportive and we don't want to like, and even her, we, we could get her on the podcast, but we don't know, you know, what she wants to talk about with politics and you know, really, we just want to go over there and hang out with her. Yeah, <laughs> and we want the to politics <laughs> angle, man, it makes it hard. Like, you got to yeah. really keep up. Yeah. Um, What was I going to say? Okay, talk to me about how we go from people's couch. To, I mean, because really, at the end of the day, one of the best shows to ever exist on Bravo, I mean, unarguably, is Vanderpump Rules. I mean, that's just, there's not, <laughs> this, is, this is not yeah. to be argued. So how do we go from that to, like, hosting the Vanderpump Rules after show? Like, Explain, does someone at Bravo like say, hey, you want an extra few dollars? I guess you're getting zero on people's couch. You want- No, 200? we ended up getting paid for that. That was just the beginning. But we got paid, correct, $50. <laughs> um, we got paid very little for people's couch. And you, when you think about it, it's like, well, what are you really doing? Hey guys, thanks for listening to our part one sit down with Julie Goldman and Brandy Howard. And stay tuned for part two, where we talk more about the people's couch, where we talk about they were the hosts of the official Vanderpump Rules after show. They talk about what that was like hanging out with Jax, Tom, Stassi, meeting Lisa Vanderpump and what that was like when she came on the show multiple times, whether they actually got to hold Jiggy and all the other Bravo celebrities that they know, oh, and they were at a party 
for the RHONJ season premiere, the season after Teresa got out of jail. Teresa was there, Dolores was there, Melissa was there. These guys are so behind the velvet rope that you've got to tune into part two. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review. Because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones. And the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.